This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. That's why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, as a standalone bill? I believe so. We could have passed administrative PAYGO as a standalone bill? Out of the House? Yes. I mean, into law. Into law? Um, I don't think that the Senate would ever have taken it up. So none of these bills. We've got reducing funding for the IRS. That could pass the House. It can't pass the Senate. It won't get signed by the President. Work requirements for TANF and SNAP. Uh, student loan repayments. Uh, we did. We've heard from some folks saying that you know, well, this doesn't address the student loan bailout. Did we do a bill uh, that rescinded funds for the student loan bailout? Yes. What happened to that? It's waiting for action in the Senate. And who controls the Senate? The Democrats. Who controls the White House? The Democrats. Uh, so could we have gotten permitting reform through the Senate and to the president? I think if you talk to Senator Manchin, he was promised permitting reform. But apparently, even though he's a Democrat, it's still they're not following through on their obligations and permitting reform. And for, uh, in fact, we passed H.R. 1 and H.R. 2. One was a Border Security Act. One was an Energy uh, Act. Where are those bills now? They're still trying to get their members to have any kind of action. Do you think that the Senate would pass This is the war room, and you're watching the Absolutely Rules not. Committee so right now. We're going to continue to follow this live. Let's go back to the Act Rules Committee. This is Congressman Hutchins from Indiana, Republican in my, Indiana. In um, let's be clear. As Mr. Massey correctly noted, this debt ceiling bill says to the American people and the rest of the world that we will pay our debts but we will do so only by putting us on a better fiscal path. This isn't a bill that authorizes new spending. The money has already been spent. We are cutting the spending trajectory and adding some components like work requirements, like permitting reform for economic growth. The appropriations bills in October is where the future spending or cutting in spending will occur. Uh, this bill will force an open process with no omnibus bills at the last second and it will force spending cuts. Uh, this bill isn't perfect, but the Fiscal Responsibility Act achieves the important principles included in Limit, Save, Grow and fulfills one of House Republicans' key commitments to the American people in tying a reduction in spending to any debt limit increase. You know what? It, you want to know what's remarkable about that? Republicans don't control the White House. They don't control the Senate. We only control one half of one third of government. We are certainly punching above our weight. For the first time ever, an increase in the debt ceiling is coupled with a reduction in spending year over year. In fact, this new bill will cut spending by $2.1 trillion if the proposed budget caps are left in place for all six years, according to the preliminary estimates from the CBO. Okay. Uh, I came here um, to fight. Let's go ahead, and we've got, we, and we've got um, obviously that is one of the uh, supporters of, of Kevin McCarthy. That's fine. You're going to have some of these. Uh, but you've got many more people rolling to know right now. Uh, I, I just want to give an update. Scott Perry of Pennsylvania, of course, see General Perry is the uh, is the head of the uh, House Freedom Caucus. You've got Josh Breachin from Oklahoma. Of course, Nancy Mace. Nancy Mace is going to be with us on the war room tomorrow. Is a note. Wesley Hunt of Texas, Ralph Norman, South Carolina, Chip Roy, Anna Polina Luna. Uh, by the way, they say she's from Texas. She's actually from Florida. And... Uh, Congressman Luna will be with us also tomorrow. Matt Rosendale, of course, they've got um, 
they a ton of stuff happening right here. Uh, Vern Buchanan, an old warhorse in Florida. Vern Buchanan uh, is a no. Uh, Mike Collins. Mike is the uh, Congressman Collins uh, runs the trucking uh, company down there um, in uh, in uh, in Georgia. He is now a no. Uh, there's a lot of no's coming in. Congressman Jim Baird. Congressman Jim Baird has said he's read the 99 pages. He wants to hear from you. I think he actually gives his uh, cell phone. We're going to give his number if anybody wants to call Congressman Baird. Uh, 202-225-5037 is his direct dial for his office. Congressman Baird wants to uh, wants to hear from you. Um, uh, I want to do Congressman Josh Breachin. I cannot in good conscience vote for a deal that continues to kick the can down the road at the expense of our kids and grandkids. This is a huge missed opportunity to turn our nation away from a fiscal cliff, and I urge my colleagues to vote no on the Biden-McCarthy uh, agreement. I just want to repeat what uh, Matt Gates is saying. By the way, isn't this great? We're not pressed with uh, a ton of guests, and I want to take some time to make sure everybody got a, a feel for this of what's actually going on. Quite dramatic. You're having a massive impact. Trust me. I'm hearing all day. And remember, behind the scenes, there's a lot going on. Immense pressure uh, to vote for this uh, abomination. That's what it is. Uh, I want to repeat what uh, Manu Raju over at CNN, you probably see him. He's the, looks like, I think he's the Capitol Hill correspondent. Um, he's tweeted out a quote from Matt Gates: If a majority of Republicans are against a piece of legislation and you use Democrats to pass it, that would immediately be a black letter violation of the deal we've had with McCarthy and would likely trigger an immediate motion to vacate and would likely trigger an immediate motion to vacate. Now, Matt Gates is not saying that uh, it needed to have a, uh, a majority of the conference. He's saying any. And right now, I can tell you, I think the number is 50, 60, or 70. Some of the numbers we've heard behind the scenes may be as high as 80. Uh, folks are saying you got to get to 114, half the conference. We'll see the, um, the um, pressure on people right now. And here's what's happening. They're at the, in fact, if, uh, if my crack uh, production staff here in Memphis give me a heads up when Congressman Boebert starts to testify, we want to make sure we get her over at Rules. Rules is going on. They then are going to have votes. They're supposed to have a, a, a conference meeting of the Republican conference tonight at 730. That is going to be a Donnybrook because there's going to be a lot of anger there. There's going to be a lot of anger, quite frankly, from people uh, who are normally uh, McCarthy's allies said, why did you put us in this situation? Why did you mislead us? Why was the Texas? Many of the people coming forward today are some of the more high-visibility people that actually support Kevin McCarthy, particularly this new generation of Republicans that, that were, did not stand with the 20. They come from very conservative districts. Many of these are MAGA. Uh, and they, I think, and I, I can tell you, people feel stunned that they were misled when they actually read the, um, they actually read the, uh, the, the details of the bill itself. In fact, I know Mo and in, uh, in, in Grace put it up yesterday, but ask Grace and Captain Banner right now, if we can make sure in this, let's get it back up. I want everybody to read the, uh, of course, there's a lot of comparing and contrasting or to put all those up, but also I like to put up the legislation itself. I think it's uh, 99 pages. 
and people tonight as a homework assignment ought to, ought to, ought to take a look at that. Let me, can I play um, Byron Donalds? Before we go back to the rules committee, we're keeping a, an eye on that. And by the way, we didn't want to cut off. We, we believe that people should hear what Kevin McCarthy's team is saying. Uh, my point is that, and I'm not um, going against the congressman right there from Indiana that was talking, but these are just not factually correct. Too many things, the whole PAYGO, the whole thing about executive orders doesn't really kick in. It has to be at any time, Biden's director of OMB can rescind that and just go ahead and pay. Also, you can't count. I mean, anybody that does a deal, you cannot count. This is a two-year deal. You can't count the four years The four years past that to get to six, the caps. That's just ridiculous. You can't count that. You have to count what's here. One thing I want people, and I want to give you some inside baseball, because I had uh, quite lengthy conversations and some heated conversations over the weekend about the central beating heart of the problem here. Besides all the other things that are bad in this and were taken back and walked back and are being misrepresented. The beating heart of the problem is that people came together in the House Freedom Caucus and others to, to support that and to get it passed at 218 uh, because it was finite. It was, one point, it was a debt ceiling lift of $1.5 trillion and or one year, whatever came first. If you, if you, if you triggered the 1.5 trillion, there was no more. You have to get back into this fight. And if you've been under the 1.5 trillion still next year, uh, we had to then do another debt ceiling uh, increase. If you wanted more money, um, that would put it at the railhead of the presidential election, the general election. This would be right. A, a perfect, a perfect time for president Trump as a former businessman, uh, and really knows finance and economics, it, particularly with the Biden economy in full meltdown, it'd be absolutely perfect. The first thing that the cartel did, the first thing the cartel did was to uncap it, uncap it and, and put it down in a time frame past the 2024 uh, election. Why did they do that? Number one, they, the cartel does not want this in the, the discussion of elective politics, especially presidential politics, they know because of what the war room has done by giving you a heavy dose of capital markets, giving you a heavy dose of economics. And we say all the time, this is not easy stuff to actually give you access for, I think, 10 bucks. Peter Navarro's the Harvard course on macroeconomics to make sure that you know the nomenclature, that you understand the critical uh, path, that you, you understand the statics and dynamics of our economy that you become quite under, you understand what they want to hide from you is how this whole thing works and how this federal reserve just keeps printing money and how important it is. The reserve currency. In fact, go to birchgold.com right now and get the end of the dollar empire. You can see it all right there. The politics of money, the end of the dollar is the prime reserve currency. And the third, the debt trap. Remember the debt trap. I, we basically, uh, Philip Patrick and I wrote it back in, I think in October, November, right around the times of the midterm. And we marked it up and, and put it out a couple of months ago. It reads like it's ripped from today's headline. Why? We knew this was coming. And it makes you, and empowers you. And we know because of CNN and other polling, the more the American people understand this, and it doesn't become kind of opaque to them, which they purposely wanted to be opaque, the more you become, you understand it, the more that you're against it. You understand the business model is to impoverish you to make you pay for everything, to have real wages continue to drop, 
to have your credit card debt. Now, credit card debt, I think, is top a trillion dollars. I think overall consumer debt is at $19 trillion. That includes the mortgages. All of it's exploding. And the whole purpose of this deal, to keep it to one year, is to put that into the middle of a presidential race for the first time, to make the debt ceiling the central part of what this race is going to be about, the finances of the country, the debt that the country's incurred, the spending, the out-of-control spending, and how are we going to take these $1.5 to $2 trillion deficits every year? How are we going to pay for it? And how are we going to pay for it, particularly when the world is sitting there going, we don't want any more dollars. We can't do this to us. We're going to go to gold. That's where they go to Birch Gold. Find it. You find out. You understand why the central banks, particularly the countries that have all the natural resources, are saying, we, we can't take greenbacks anymore. You, you guys are flooding. You're devaluing us. You're doing a rolling devaluation on us. And you may have to do it for internal political reasons, continue to spend this money, domestic reasons, but we're not going to be a party to it. And we're going to get off it. And that was, and our, our, our partnership with Birch Gold was to bring all this forward and make sure you understand it. The numbers show you. The CNN poll, Harry Enten, it's not Barris, it's not Gateway Pundit, it's not Trafalgar, it's not John McLaughlin, uh, it, it is a CNN. 60%, 60% of the American people understand that they can, you can't continue to raise the debt unless you have cuts in spending. 15% just said, go ahead and default the thing, so, so ridiculous right now, just default, and we'll figure it out. That 75% of the American people say either default to stop it, or have some cuts. 45% of Democrats, 45% of Democrats. Remember, all day long, they're just being hammered with this uh, nonsense you see on TV, never talking about the audience. It's, oh, this crisis is the debt crisis. We also know by looking at the cash flow, she had, uh, she had $120 billion that she had access to a couple weeks ago. They purposely ran this, ran this down to create a phony crisis. We know that more cash comes in the Treasury here in the middle of June. You have a slight bridging problem. She just moved it last week. Remember, she moved it from the first till next week. So Joe Biden could go up and, uh, and, uh, and Jill Biden, Dr. Jill Biden could feed him smashed peas with his bib on, you know, over the weekend. P, you know, smashed peaches and uh, mashed peaches and, and peas for his, uh, you know, before she put him, before she put him down for a nap. We know that. That's what they push. It's totally phony. The whole thing's phony. It's a false crisis, phony crisis. And you're making decisions. Think about it. Because of a phony crisis, Kevin McCarthy and McHenry and everybody in North Carolina has to understand McHenry should be, he should be primaried. Not even a question. A MAGA candidate has to come out and primary him. He's one of the lead negotiators here. And it is outrageous what he allowed to have happen. First off, they gave up. Do you remember Biden? Is anybody talking about the one-year nature of this? Was anybody? I told you that was going to be a huge deal. They gave that up right away. That's the most significant with no cap, particularly with the economy slowing down, with no cap, the economy slowing down. You're going to blow through four trillion. It could be five trillion, six trillion. If you have an emergency, it could be seven or eight trillion. We could be at $40 trillion by the time. First of all, no national debate, not putting any new information, taking it as the centerpiece of the 2024 presidential. Then. In a lame duck, they, they're crazy. They do what they want because you have all these people getting blown out. They're going to sit there and they'll do anything to the debt ceiling because they said, oh, we should have done it last time. They'll take the debt ceiling off. Then, starting, starting January 20th, when President Trump returns to the White House, God willing, what type of equity? You're going to have 36 or $37 trillion of debt. You're going to be so boxed in by what you can do. You're not going to have the ability to cut taxes. You're not going to have the ability 
to go full bore on on energy because you're going to be so boxed in and you're going to be looking at a $7 trillion budget. President Trump is going to have to immediately come in, do massive cuts, and have a smoking hole of an economy, a dumpster fire, dumped on him by Biden. And the thing, this is the cartel. Remember, the cartel always wants to take power out of your hands. That's what the omnibus bill was at the end of the year. They didn't want you to have the appropriations process where you kind of choked it down right there out of the box. Now what they want to do is they want to have two years of an uncapped ability to sp- essentially spend money and run up four, five, six trillion dollars of new debt. Think about that new debt that will greet any Republican president. And on top of it, take it. This is the most important thing. They must take it out of. They must take it out of, by the way, is that Omar? Is she talking crazy talk? Because I'll go right to Omar. It's not, okay, I can't, I, I don't have my glasses on, so I'm just seeing a blurred screen. Uh, I want to go back, though, when Congressman Boebert uh, addresses the Rules Committee, I want to go back to that. Um, without my glasses, I got about, I can see about uh, uh, 30, you know, millimeters in front of me. Um, uh, so, the, but here's what I heard over the weekend. So why would this happen? Why would they? Why would they take it out? Why did all of a sudden McCarthy's guys come up with this two year in the uncap? Because of the donors, the donors are so petrified, so petrified that if that discussion take, took place at the begin a beginning of a uh, general presidential campaign in May of 2024. That the Democrats and others, i.e. war room, would start pushing for tax increases as a part, not all of it, but part of a solution. They don't want ever have tax cuts, or excuse me, tax increases to be part of the dialogue. That's why it's pushed. They gave up your children and grandchildren. They served them up because they don't want a conversation about taxes, and neither does uh, Schumer and Biden's donors, the big donors, they don't want to have a conversation about taxes. This is my point that taxes have not taxes on the middle class, okay, and not certainly not taxes on the working class. But for the one percent, the super elite, you have to have start to have a discussion with taxes. You just have to, particularly the progressive elites, the ones that forced this all happen. Why shouldn't they be paying for it? Tell me, tell me why. But McCarthy took out; he gave them another year uncapped. Another year. Why didn't he put a cap on it? You know why they put a cap on it? Because they know they're going to blow through any cap. They know they're going to blow through any cap. And just do the math. Do the math with 35, 36, 37 trillion dollars on Treasury at where interest rates will be. You're going to be over a trillion dollars in interest expense alone. You're going to have defense. Defense is almost defense is eight ninety in this. But you have defense at a trillion. You're going to have Social Security, I think Social Security at a trillion, Medicare at a trillion, Medicaid at a trillion, um, interest alone at a trillion, right? You're going to be up blowing through tax revenues right there already. You're going to be looking at $1.5 trillion to $2 trillion deficits in perpetuity. And, and, and what this bill does is not let it be part of the national discussion, not let it be part of the national debate, not make it central to the country's electoral process, but when uh, when Trump wins, he's immediately set there after after you had this crazy uh, you go through this lame duck session and you saw what they did in the last lame duck. They jammed through the omnibus bill. Plus, it, nobody talks about it. They, they made massive changes to the Electoral Count Act of 1887. They made massive changes to the Electoral Count Act of 1887 
and stuck it in in the middle of the night. The Electoral Count Act, uh, which made President Trump uh, everything he did to contest this because the state legislatures wanted those sent back to them so they could review the process. And if they couldn't certify the Biden because of signature verification and other things, then they have to say, hey, look, it's not that we're sending Trump electors, but we can't certify the Biden electors. That all those changes to take it away from the the state legislatures were all done in the middle of the night on the omnibus bill that they just passed through with all the out of control spending. Mitch McConnell and the swamp and the the cartel, whatever you want to call it, the lobbyists and corporates that feed at the trough. They they with seven trillion dollars, they want to go to eight trillion dollars, they want to nine trillion dollars, they want to ten trillion dollars. As long as you're sitting there and you're essentially underwriting it and you're underwriting because the Federal Reserve is printing the money, but you're underwriting it with continue to work hard, but your wages continue to drop because inflation goes up. This is the scam. It is a scam. And the American people are finally waking up. And I think you're seeing it right now because this was all gun deck, all the changes and over the weekend and that, but you had people start coming back and they should look at the, the roll call. They should look at the roll call of people that are sitting there going, no, do we have Byron Donalds? Before we go back, I'm going to go back to the hearing itself. But uh, in particular, when Congressman Bobart speaks, so let's go ahead and hear Byron Donalds today in the uh, House Freedom Caucus the pre- and others in this press conference today. So first things first to the American people, Washington is doing it again. While you were celebrating Memorial Day, all of our men and women who gave their lives for this great nation, and you were spending time with your family and your friends, this town was cutting another crap deal that's gonna put you more in debt with no real changes whatsoever. So the American people need to understand full and well, do not listen to the talking points. Do not listen to the cool phrases that are being thrown out in commercials on CNN or Fox or MSNBC because Washington is lying again. This bill has no cap in raising the debt, just a date in the future. We have no idea what that number is going to look like. Some people are saying $4 trillion. Some people are saying $3.5 trillion. This bill in year one might cut $12 billion if you just want to be generous. So who here thinks it's cool to cut $12 billion in exchange for $4 trillion? I don't think that's cool at all. This bill actually keeps the Biden baseline intact for the federal agencies. The Republicans in Congress have been saying for months that we need to get back to pre-COVID spending levels. This bill canonizes post-COVID spending levels brought to us by Joe Biden and the Democrats. This bill keeps all of Joe Biden's policy, all of Joe Biden's spending intact. This bill does nothing for the Green New Deal subsidies that are gonna cripple our electric grid. So when Americans are trying to figure out that they went and bought this electric car that they were subsidized to buy, but when they plug it in, there's not enough electricity on the grid. That is because Washington subsidized all these Green New Deal projects and nobody stood up to it except for people standing behind me right now. To my Republican colleagues, do not vote for this bill. I'm telling you right now, your voters back home are gonna look at you and say, why did you vote for a bill that keeps all of Joe Biden's policy in place and all you did was raise the debt ceiling. They're going to tell you, why did you not stand up and demand that they go back to the table and renegotiate this deal? These negotiations happened. Listen, in negotiations, you go through it, you figure out what comes out the other side. 
But now it's time for the Republican members of Congress to weigh in on these negotiations. That is why I am a no. That is why the men and women behind me are no's. That is why more and more Republicans, as they read this bill, they are no's. And I will add this last thing. It's funny that the White House's talking points are very cheery. That the White House is telling Democrats, have crocodile tears, but vote for the bill. It's funny that you have 100 Democrats who are now greenlighting, they will vote for this bill. You know why they're gonna do that? Because none of their policy is changed and they get to keep all of their spending. And last but not least, if we were gonna do something constructive for the country, if Joe Biden didn't wanna get rid of his crazy Green New Deal spending, the least we could have done is secure the Southern border. Yes, here, here. And we didn't do that either. To my Republican colleagues, Vote no. Vote no and do the right thing. And let's go find a better deal. Byron Donalds is one of the young uh, fire breathers, uh, a man that people notice in this town because of his energy and his focus. You heard it right there. You're not, you're not securing the southern border. This thing is a travesty. It's an absolute travesty. And people now, it's time to be, it's stand to be counted. Uh, and that's why we need your phone calls, 202-225-3121. Make sure that people... Uh, really know where you stand on this. Be adamant, though, as many details as possible if they get you on the phone. Tell them why you don't like it. Start with the fact that it's uncapped and it's two years, and it could be four, five, six trillion dollars. Nobody knows. Once you take the cap off, they got you gave them a clean debt ceiling, essentially, with no cut. There are no cuts here. People tell you 2.1 trillion from CBO is a joke. Is a joke. The paygos are a joke. Uh, the uh, caps in the out years are a joke. They're not going to happen. And as people said, you're basically institutionalizing the massive increases we had because of code. I think the 40% increase to the federal government. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back. I think I've got uh, the Moms for Liberty are going to join us uh, for a quick hit. Uh, they, are been, they are on full attack mode on the moms. We're going to get Tiffany Justice here uh, to put in perspective what's going on. We're also going to get back to the rules hearing uh, as soon as Congressman Bobert's up. So, uh, Short commercial break. You're in the war room. Stick around. It's only going to get more intense. Be back in a moment. President Trump recently issued a warning from his home at Mar-a-Lago. And I want to quote this. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be the greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. He did that in the interview that I had with him a couple weeks ago at his home. Now, there are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, in our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there's one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and political and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times. That would be gold. Gold has been a hedge against chaos from time immemorial. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you 
convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Just text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the entire process. Let me repeat that. Birch Gold professionals will hold your hand through this entire process. Now think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. It always has been. How much more time does the dollar actually have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text Bannon to 989898. Get your free info kit on gold. Text again, Bannon, to 989898. Remember, the best part is you don't pay a penny out of pocket to get this information and start the process. Do it today. Take action. Junk science. That's what the doctor called many of those fruit and vegetable supplements. Junk science because they use extracts of common produce department fruits and vegetables with few health benefits. Now look, I take Field of Greens because it's the whole organic fruit and vegetable, not a watered-down supplement, and it's backed by a better health promise. Each ingredient in Field of Greens was scientifically chosen to support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidney health. Others support my immune system, blood pressure, metabolism, and healthy weight loss. I don't eat as healthy as I should. I got that. I know it. I own it. That's why I take Field of Greens. Like me, you'll probably look and feel healthier fast and have way more energy. And I mean way more energy. But your best proof will be at your next checkout checkup when your doctor says, hey, whatever you're doing, it's working. Keep it up. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Take action, action, action. Do that today. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because of EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness-causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve.
War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, we got a lot to get to. The rules are still going. They're going to have votes. They're going to have a conference tonight. There is not just arm twisting. There's a lot of smash mouth going on. Congressman Burleson in Missouri, just another no. No's are starting to pick up. Of course, a lot of cynical people say, well, they're just giving uh, these guys uh, some runway because they come from super red districts. I think uh, McCarthy and these guys are sweating. There's no doubt. They're pulling people into the speaker's office uh, nonstop. We're going to get back to all that. I want to bring in Michael Seifert first. Michael, it's just been a barrage. You're a public SQ, and I keep putting up on Getter all the time on my account. Stop giving your money to people that hate you. And you've seen Target. You've seen all these stores. I mean, it's it's just it's unbelievable what's going on. And we're going to have Tiffany Justice here for the Moms of Liberty in, in a minute about a Wall Street Journal piece about them. But if the mantra is we have to build an alternative economy because – these people are not going to stop. It's relentless. You are one of the solutions providers for this. I want everybody to understand you don't have to give your money to people that hate you. You can actually uh, transact commerce with people that support your values. And a guy named Michael Seifert who came out of the tech world has created a site and a system and a process to actually do it. Michael, tell people what it is, how it works, and where do they go? Happy to, Steve. We have created the nation's largest marketplace of businesses that have refused to bow to the progressive mob. So Target, bow to the progressive mob. Adidas, bow to the progressive mob. Kohl's and more, you're going to see in June especially, have bowed to the progressive mob and they've prioritized their hyper-progressive political leanings and their interests of a tiny fraction of the country over the interests of tens of millions of Americans that are really tired of being preached to about progressive ideology when they're trying to buy a pair of pants or get a new beer. We have created a marketplace that solves that need because not only do we need to move our dollars away from the targets of the world, you have to move them to alternatives that actually support your family's worldview. And at Public Square, publicsq.com, we're the nation's largest marketplace of those types of businesses that you can feel proud of supporting because they have an America first ideology that guides their business. They do not want to lecture you about politics when you're trying to shop. Instead, they want to say, you're welcome here, you're Values are respected, and you can know with a blessed assurance that you're not funding your opposition by shopping with them. Also, you're not endangering your kids. This yep. pressure on the family and children is just unacceptable, and they're doing it on purpose. They're targeting your children, no pun intended. Uh, it's got to stop. The only way, look, Wall Street and these corporations only understand one thing, money. And here's the way you choke them down. You stop buying their products and services. It'll never stop until that happens. And you've seen this, and we've got amazing stroke. You've seen the market capitalizations of Anheuser-Busch nosedive. You've heard about the 25% drop in sales to Bud Light. You've seen Target, I think it's 10 or $12 billion market cap off of that. Once again, this doesn't, it's totally free. This, I want to make sure everybody understands this, totally free. Where do people go to find out what you've got on the site and to see if they want to sign up? Because you need to sign up today. And we're having we're having Seifert back on here on the first of June because, hey, you ain't seen nothing. June is going to be the month where they're really going to get up in your grill. And that's where you're going to need public SQ even more. So where do they go, Michael? You can head to publicsq.com. We actually in the past week, Steve, 
surpassed Target on the App Store ch charts. We were the top five apps in the entire App Store over the course of the last week. And we were number two in shopping because Americans are really, really tired of what's happening. They're ready to spend their money elsewhere. So you can head to publicsq.com. You can download the apps from there on the App Store or on Google Play. You can join the parallel economy and push back with your dollars. This is how we change things. When we can move the power structures of society back toward we the people through commerce, it sends a loud and clear message to the ESG cult. And it says we're done and we're we're moving our money elsewhere. Uh, and one last, you you did more than the than the Target uh, app this weekend. You you actually had what you did more commerce. You did more hits. What was what was that metric? We are a more popular app on the App Store than Target this week. We still are, by the way. So we are uh, we're top ten on the App Store. Target's fourteen. And so the more that we keep the pressure on, the more that their pocketbooks are learning that a bad bet on DEI and yeah. ESG and all this woke nonsense, it's not going to pay off for you. We were ahead of Amazon even for five days, Steve. It's, it's been a really successful week for the parallel economy. And June's even going to be more because we need a parallel economy. You've got to stop giving your money to people who hate you. Seifert, one more time, where do people go? Head to publicsq.com. You can get started there, whether you're a consumer or a business. It's all free, and we'd love it if you join us. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Uh, you're bending the arc here, this audience is. I can tell you. You're, you're signing up for things like this uh, You know, across the board. People are saying this, this audience is more engaged than anybody. You're using your agency, and I understand it's not easy. It's not easy. And there's many days you get out of bed and go, oh, my God. Just loss after loss. So that's not true. There's wins all over the place. We're going to have Tiffany Justice in a moment from the uh, from um, Moms for Liberty. And everybody's noticing that Wall Street Journal is all over today. I want to go back to the debt ceiling. Tonight, they're trying to pass out a rule so that they hopefully we can kill it in rules if Massey doesn't vote for it. And they've changed they've changed the criteria because, remember, at first what they agreed to was it had to be unanimity among the Republicans to get something out of rules. That was a locked-in deal. Had to be unanimity. That was a whole new process. Had to be unanimity to bring something to the floor. They bait and switch this on that. If this thing comes, hopefully open it up to amendments, and you'll see hundreds of amendments on this thing uh, if they do open it up. There is also a conference meeting tonight at 7.30. I think we may come back and try to live stream maybe later tonight if I have the energy um, to get up to date on what's happening. Tonight is going to be a big night because they're going to go into the conference with a lot of people on the, remember, a lot of these people right now are getting jiggy. They're getting jiggy because they understand if they vote for this, as Dan Bishop said in the war room this morning, that vote lives with you forever. This is not some like messaging vote. This is the big league. This is the convergence of money and power. If you vote for this, it stays forever. And I've said, if you vote for this, the way it's construed, and particularly taking off the cap and kicking it past election 2024, you should be primary. A MAGA candidate should go primary in your district, particularly in these red districts that have uh, that have these representatives. And I think you're seeing a lot of those representatives sitting there going, hey, the last thing I want is some primary where the guy's going to browbeat me, the man or woman's going to browbeat me over the head with this horrific vote, with the economy crabbing sideways, and I'm going to have to defend it. It's, it I say you're selling the unsellable, you're defending the indefensible. Uh, by the way, do we have booted up uh, Tiffany Justice's spot? Can I play that first? As soon as you give me a thumb, yeah, thumbs up, that we can. We ready? To go? Let's play. Tiff let's do a little introduction to Tiffany Justice, and we'll get the monster to be one of the co-founders on here. Go ahead and hit it. He's pulling off my T-shirt. 
laughing when I can't undo his shirt buttons. He's undoing my belt. I'm reaching into his bedside drawer for a condom. Moms for liberty. I call them moms for dictatorship, for disrespect, for disinformation. Okay, that was uh, Omar uh, giving it right there. Tell me, I just saw a little spot for Moms for Liberty. What did I see, Tiffany Justice? And why is the Wall Street Journal now, the all, the Wall Street Journal two years afterwards coming up, hey, Moms for Liberty, they're getting to be pretty important. Walk us through it, ma'am. Yeah, well, it's undeniable. I mean, you know, you have we have moms all across the country, 285 chapters in 44 states, and uh, they are making a difference. They're making education a priority. They're making parental rights a priority in the United States of America. And you need to look no further than the platforms of the presidential candidates that are running for office to see that our moms are really making a difference. What uh, what is the Wall Street Journal? What is actually gives the content of the article since it's we love getting their stories out, but they get this funky paywall, and we like uh, we like the the MAGA war room audience to get it free and ubiquitous. Walk us through what they said about you guys. Sure. Well, Eliza Collins is the reporter that uh, wrote this story uh, with some help from Ben Chapman, who's an education reporter who's been talking to our moms across the country. And she went and she talked to moms in New Hampshire, in South Carolina, in Iowa, and asked them what their experiences have been like with presidential candidates. And presidential candidates have been coming out and, and wanting to talk to our moms. Ron DeSantis has sat down and had pizza and barbecue with our moms. Uh, President Trump invited some of our moms out in Iowa to attend a rally there with him, uh, which was lovely. Tim Scott has asked moms in South Carolina and Iowa uh, to, to meet. And so, you know, what we're seeing is presidential candidates that are wanting to engage with parents on the ground. They want to hear from them. They want to know what's important to them in their own communities. And that's the beauty of Moms for Liberty. My favorite part of the entire article was when it's written that Moms for Liberty isn't endorsing a presidential candidate. We're not. Our moms have different presidential candidates that they support. We have a lot of moms that support Donald Trump. We have a lot of moms that support Ron DeSantis. We have moms that support Robert Kennedy and his stance on medical freedom. And so our moms want to hear from candidates about the things that they're concerned about. And uh, we're just excited that we're able to be to, to, you know, create this momentum where they can actually meet the presidential candidates and ask questions, which is wonderful. I mean, that's what our government's all about, right? We're supposed to have representative government and um, the fact that people that are running for president want to talk to real moms is just the best thing I think I could possibly say, to be honest. Steve, do you know how many times I've sat and watched debates, right? Tina and I have discussed this, where you're like, just mention education, just mention parental rights and no mention, right? And and this year, I think it's going to be different. I think you're going to hear a lot of candidates talking about the importance of education and parental rights. And I think our moms had something to do with it. No, it's 100% had something to do with it. You look at the Youngkin model and that's what they want they, they they've got to get at those suburban moms i want to go to the spot away from the journal article and go to the spot because you more than any group we deal with um and and, and help to, to to get their voice out and let them have a fair hearing have been demonized uh more quickly <laughs> or quicker than uh quicker than anybody and omar right there but i want to go to that spot which is fantastic what are you reading at? Because it's so chilling. What are you reading at the beginning? And then Omar is coming in and her longer cut on that, I think goes two or three minutes. I mean, she basically says you guys are as close to the domestic terrorist as could be. Walk me through that spot, the structure of it. 
Well, I, I think you know someone by their enemies. So, you know, if Ilhan Omar thinks we're an enemy, well, then we're doing a good job because to me, she seems to be an enemy of the United States, to be honest with you. What that little boy is reading is an excerpt from one of the books that parents have lobbied to get out of schools. Um, and the picture that we show is from a book, Gender Queer. What I will say to your audience is this. The media, politicians who would like to use this idea of book banning as a way to get votes have presented a very disingenuous argument. Um, they want you to think that it's to kill a mockingbird or that we really want to remove books uh, from uh, you know, children's hands that are going to stop them from learning about the real history of the United States. Nothing could be further from the truth. There is explicit graphic content that is in America's public school libraries. And it got there uh, by a lot of people, including the American Library Association and a group called PEN America uh, that are giving awards to, to really graphic sexual books. And those books are finding their way into public school libraries and you, the taxpayer, are paying for them. Enough. Children do not need these books to learn how to read and America's public schools should be focusing on teaching kids to read. You know, I say it almost every time I'm here. NAEP scores in 2022 showed us that two thirds, 66 percent of America's public school students are not reading at or above grade level. 66 percent. It's unacceptable. And that's what your focus is. Uh, talk to me about how the, these. Uh... School board races have been very tough, right? How, how tough is it when you get down, the moms that sign up and want to start a chapter, everything, that eventually you got to start taking over school boards. And as you said school boards, and then you got to start replacing the administrators. How tough has that grind been? It's been really tough. I'm not going to lie. I mean, you know, the unions, the teachers unions, the left have really owned school boards for a very long time. They've done it very quietly and they don't like the competition. We are disrupting the balance of power when it comes to American education. Why are parental rights such a triggering phrase, such a triggering idea for some people in our country? Why has the Moms for Liberty website been attacked um, numerous times in the past week, taken down from millions of hits from all over the world because of parental rights. Why is it such a triggering idea, the idea that parents have the fundamental right to raise their children, direct their child's education? Um, so yeah, school board races are tough and we're engaging. We started a pack. We're fundraising for that pack. You can always donate to that. Um, and you know, go to momsforliberty.org and check us out. If the website's up, it got hit again this afternoon. Um, and, you know, we're doing everything we can to really hold our ground, but we need support. Obviously, we are over the target because you're right. We have been vilified like no other group that I have seen. You should see the death threats that I get on me and my kids that Tina gets. The devil writes to me once a week. Apparently, he lives in, in Denver, Colorado, which is very interesting. He writes in cursive. I'll show you a postcard uh, one time. And, and funny thing, Steve, my kids said, one of my kids brought the postcard in. And they said, I didn't know the devil knew cursive. And the other kid said, oh, he invented it. So I'm creating an atmosphere in my house where we're trying to laugh at this stuff. But the truth of the matter is, it's not funny. Why are parental rights such a threat to people who want to radically transform this country? And I think it's because parental rights are what's standing, the parent, the family, is what's standing in the way of the Marxists creating communism in America. So that just means that we have to support parents and parental rights even more. And we're thrilled that so many presidential candidates and other elected officials are supporting too. And we're glad that the mainstream media is finally catching on to this. Okay, uh, Tiffany, how do people get over to Monster Liberty? The site's probably under constant DDoS attack, but that means you are over the target. 
when they're trying to take it down? Where do people go to get information and your social media? Yeah, so we have a summit coming up June 28th through July 2nd. We just announced that Governor DeSantis will be speaking there. We're waiting to get confirmation to be able to announce a couple other uh, presidential candidates who will be there. So that's very, very exciting. You should join us in Philadelphia June 28th through July 2nd. The website is momsforliberty.org. You can follow us on Twitter, on uh, Rumble, on uh, Getter, I believe, on Truth Social as well, um, and Facebook. And just get in touch with us. You know, if you want to start a chapter, click to start one, uh, learn about the chapters in their area, in your area and support parents. Moms are on the front lines. They are the soldiers with boots on the ground that are fighting to protect parental rights. And we're so incredibly proud of every member and every parent that's stepping up and, and helping to protect kids. Tiffany Justice, Moms for Liberty, fight the good fight. Fight on, ma'am. We know you will. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Okay, let's go ahead and cut. Let's cut to the Rules Committee. I think Lauren, Lauren Bober is now testifying. Let's go ahead and hear it. Uh, still nearly $10 million unfulfilled uh, in uh, job openings across the country. This is almost two jobs for every unemployed person. This labor shortage continues to affect everything from small businesses to large-scale construct, uh, construction and manufacturing projects. And I don't see a clock. Do I have a time limit here? Yeah. Okay, I don't Both. see a clock. No. No? Okay. <laughs> I was, was going to skip ahead. That's a vote on the floor now. My Amendment 38 inserts the RAINS Act to require congressional approval of any federal regulation that has an economic effect of at least $100 million, spurring economic growth and reducing the burden on small businesses and families. The GOP majority has been empowered to hold the Biden administration accountable and demand transparency by revealing just how much Biden's executive orders are costing American families and small businesses. And unfortunately, in the current bill um, that we are um, currently debating, um, the administrative pay-go allows um, the uh, director of OMB to suspend um, any of these regulations at any time. It's kind of like the fox uh, guarding that. Let me have it. Okay, that's uh, Congressman Boebert telling the committee what she had told the what she had told War Room beforehand. Uh, It's going to be a long, tough night. Uh, Already some uh, we've seen some yes votes of Fleischman of uh, Tennessee, Tennessee three. A yes. I think folks in Tennessee three ought to make sure that people you call your congressman two zero two 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 five three one two one and give him a piece of your mind. Tell him what you think is at stake here and let him hear. Listen, listen to the justification why he's going to vote for it. You can bat him down as all lies or spin and misrepresentation. There is nothing in this bill. This is, it's not only a joke as a piece of legislation, it's an insult to your intelligence. They think you're a moron. This shows you the contempt and run it out on Fox and putting out these talking points, everyone that can be shot down easily. They just think that you're not going to delve into it. They, they haven't read the room. They don't understand what people that are now part of the MAGA base and the deplorables are among uh, the most informed and smartest voters we've ever had in the history of this country. The amount of work you do, and I can tell this, I know this from putting the show together with my team, of how we have to stay ahead of it, because your depth of knowledge and your, uh, your use of your human agency. Well, that's what, what all this is. Remember, the more votes McCarthy is forced to use of Democrats, the uh, the quicker and sooner we uh, are done with him. And this is unacceptable for him to have to have any Democratic votes at all and not be able to pass the 218 with Republican votes. 
shows you how horrific this bill is. And remember, the principal thing they want to do here is take power out of you. This is all about taking power of your hands. They understand to give you that second year and to do this again next year in the middle of a uh, of a uh, presidential campaign, you start to bring up topics like taxes for their wealthy donors. This is 100% the oligarchs bill. And this is what they're trying to jam down your throat. And I can tell you, because I know this, uh, you're getting people's attention. 202-225-3121. Also, we'll get you more into the Senate tomorrow and talk about what's going there. Rand Paul, Mike Lee, others already talking about this. It's going to be a very contentious couple of days, but that's what the war room is built for. And this audience uh, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't demand anything less. Okay, we'll be back live at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. If anything comes up tonight, go to Getter or follow Grace Chung, the queen of the trolls, and also Captain Maureen Bannon. We may be coming in and out and putting some other st- live streams up. Also, I may be actually d- coming on and doing live if it, if it, uh, if it entails that. Uh, in any case, we'll be back here at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning on a day of uh, voting and quite, it'll be quite intense voting in the afternoon. See you back here at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. We're going to have a raft of congressmen here to join us. See you tomorrow. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of this show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% 
of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 